When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, void, or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. What's up, what's happening, and welcome back in to another episode of the Uptempo Podcast. I'm your host, Blake Lane, and tonight I will be joined by our special guest, Dustin Smith, with his third appearance on the Uptempo Podcast, and that's right, we're here to talk about some more Auburn Tigers baseball, baby. We're extremely excited for this upcoming weekend with another trip to Omaha, Nebraska, and we're even going to rewind to last weekend with the three-game set against Oregon State up in Corvallis, and we're going to get Dustin's thoughts on that, and hey... Big shout-out to Butch Thompson and the boys for locking it down and shutting the door on Oregon State there in the ninth with Burt Coulter and, and finding another way uh, to, to get to Omaha, and, and we're just extremely excited. So with that being said, we're going to kick it over here to the Belly Up Sports Network, and then we're going to get Dustin right in here to get this thing going. So here we go. Thank you for listening to this Belly Up Sports Podcast Network product. Some said we go belly up, so we made it our name, and we're still here. Welcome back, everybody, and tonight we're joined by Dustin Smith, and we are here to talk some more about some Auburn Tigers baseball and the big Super Regional victory over Oregon State and talk a little bit about the, the Saturday night matchup with Ole Miss. And, and man, we are extremely excited to have you, Dustin. How are you doing tonight, man? I'm okay, brother. I cannot wait for 6 o'clock Saturday, buddy. I've been, uh, been waiting on this all week. That's a fact, Dustin. Uh, I'm I'm sitting here shaking, man, just thinking about it. Another trip to Omaha, and uh, I, I really wanted to make the drive up there. I, I got online and looked at some flights and stuff, but man, it's just like a thousand dollars to you know out of New Orleans to Omaha and stuff, and then you know just I mean it's just so expensive to make the trip, man. And I just couldn't do it. Yeah, no, that's the that's the times, huh? It's just yeah. Right now, it's hard for anybody to kind of do anything. I saw earlier where um, there was still a lot of T- Tennessee fans headed up there. So, um, wow. y'all have fun, I guess, on your vacation. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness, man! Hey, Dustin, I gotta ask you, man. Um, talking about Tennessee, and I mean, they're just staying true to their words, still going up to Omaha and everything. Just. Just uh, even though your team just isn't going to be there, man. What did you think when Drew Gilbert got ejected, man? Um, I thought it was a big beginning of the end for him. Mm-hmm. And I know this is silly, and like it's not my religious philosophy, but uh, in a way, I kind of believe in the sports gods. Like, I mm-hmm. just feel like you know what goes around comes around. I've been around sports my whole life, and um, I've just seen it time after time, whether it be youth leagues or high school when I was playing or college or just pro, whatever it was like, 
a team that behaved like that, I, I can't think of any time off the top of my head I've, I've seen a team that behaved like that win a title. So yep. it was it was pretty much expected uh, for me. And just to see it comes, to see it happen, uh, to see the same – we see the same guy that rounded first base uh, flicking off the outfield for no reason. Yeah. Uh, just a, just a couple of days later, to be hurled over in his dugout in tears. Uh, I loved every minute of it. I <laughs> uh, couldn't I couldn't have happened to a better group of people. <laughs> Man, hey, I'm, I'm sitting in my living room watching Game One, and I mean, it was the guy behind the plate. I mean, he was terrible. And and I just want to make a point real quick. Man, is is. I watched Tennessee's game one with Notre Dame and Drew Gilbert get tossed and he turned around and said what he had to say. And, man, I can just honestly – I can honestly say on this podcast, man, if I ever did that, I think my dad would come out of the stands Mm -hmm. and whoop my ass. Even right there on the field, just – just – I couldn't believe it because, like, the way I was taught growing up, man, playing sports is you don't open your mouth to an umpire. You, you just don't do it. Maybe when you get on the professional level, but at that point, man, I was looking at it, and I was like, no way he just said that. And the first thing that popped into my head, man, was like, karma is karma is going to get them. It's going to bite them right here. And I just, even listening to, to Kyle Peterson, at first he was like defending it and saying like, oh, the umpire with the, with the quick trigger and I was like, "Did you not see what he just said? Like, there's no way to defend that, man. Like, like this is terrible. These kids are out of control at Tennessee. It's just, it it was it was just on another level for me, man. And and I was so excited when Notre Dame hit back to back bombs uh, that yeah. Sunday, man. I was up in my living room just jumping up and down, man. I I just loved it. Yeah, it was." It was awesome, and when you see the way that uh, the whole sports world reacted, it's like if I was a Tennessee fan, if I was uh, a part of that baseball program, I would definitely take a step back, kind of reevaluate, because it's one thing if a certain group of people is coming at you or something, but when the entire college sports community reacts to to you losing that way, just pure joy, Mm -hmm. maybe – Maybe step back and say, okay, we probably didn't handle ourselves the best way this year because now you've had. I mean, what was our overall record? Was it like fifty-five and eight or something? It's yeah. going to be somewhere around there. Yeah, um, you, you did that. And you have nothing to show for it. You're the seventeen and one Patriots. <laughs> man, and and Dustin, man, my my point. I, I never really even got to my point. Was um, I watched game one with Auburn and Oregon State, man. And the guy behind the plate was worse than what Tennessee yeah. and Notre Dame had. Oh, yeah. Okay, he was flat out terrible. Dustin, he don't need, he doesn't need to be calling a little league game, okay? Because he was that bad. Like I've never seen anything that bad. Um, it, it was pathetic. And I watched him just all night long, just be so inconsistent on both sides. And yeah, neither, sides. neither team, Oregon State nor Auburn ever said a word they never turned around and murmured anything under their breath or to an umpire or anything you know they might have turned around and questioned something and been like hey you know was that a strike where was that at but they never turned around and said anything the only thing that got a little chippy 
was that one time with uh, I think it was Bobby Pierce when the pitcher told him he struck him out yeah. three times and Bobby, you know that dude. Look, he he better be glad it, it it stopped right there because I think Bobby, I think if Bobby got a hold of him, it would have been a bad day for him. Um, but man, just you know, I, that goes back to my point, man, with Butch Thompson and and why I want him at Auburn so bad is just because our guys just don't act like that, man. And I could never see a day where Auburn baseball carries themselves that way. I don't think you will honor Butch. And the cool thing about it is, is you, you think about that, the further your point. I mean, our guys had to stay an hour away from the stadium. Yeah. It wasn't, it wasn't a situation where we, uh, it wasn't a situation where we could, um, I'm sorry, I got distracted real quick. Someone's outside my car. I'm recording inside the truck. <laughs> You're good. Uh, it, wasn't, it wasn't a situation where we could, uh, we really could have complained is what I'm saying. I mean, we were an hour away, um, and it just – we had every reason. And then the quick turnaround that we had from there to – we had to leave at, what, 10 o'clock, mm-hmm. come back home, basically wash our clothes, and then head back out to Omaha. But you're not going to hear a word from Butch and these guys. So, yeah, it's just it, – and Bruce, too, and, and Harson And I'm, I just – I love the group of coaches we have as far as that goes. Uh, just – that's just not the way that Auburn conducts itself. And let's let's go through some stuff with Tennessee real quick. Mm-hmm. You got – I remember when um played in basketball and mm-hmm. Bruce Pearl's daughter oh, man. Was, came, came out and said that she was hurt because of the community they had spent so much time in mm-hmm. and she had never been treated that way at any game. Mm-hmm. Um, Hayden Mullins, how low do you got to be when a kid gets hurt? And he, he was done for the year. We knew it when we saw it. When, mm-hmm. we, when we saw it, we knew what it was up. Um, and they were talking. They were talking trash to his mom. To his mom. It's man. just, yeah. To to Trace's or not Trace. Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, Hayden's mom. Yeah. She she, she put out there on Twitter. You know, hey, listen, uh, this was crazy. Uh, you could. There's multiple videos you could pull up on YouTube of these guys throwing trash on the field, on baseball field, football mm-hmm. field. They're just. Uh, it's a different group, man. It's just a different thing. And and the thing too is. They don't even come out and apologize. They own it. They say, this is what we are. This is who we are. So, you know, I guess that's cool. You like it and you want to be those people, but you're never going to get anywhere acting that way, and they should know that by the results. Exactly, man. I agree 100%. And, and Dustin, you know, talking about this Auburn family, man, and how uh, just just close everybody is, you know, the the people on Twitter and just the family that, that Auburn has, man, hey, I, I don't, I don't want to get into what's going on with you and, and everything, but, man, uh, could you talk about the Auburn family? And I know you got some stuff going on, and I appreciate you coming on this pod, man, but just uh, talk a little bit about the love that you have been shown from the Auburn family. Yes, sir, and I appreciate you bringing that up, buddy. No problem, um, man. It's, it's been a rough week for my family. We uh, My father had an accident, and it, he's in pretty serious shape. Um, and just the outpouring, I haven't – I'm not a – you know, a bit, I, I didn't even go out and seek attention kind of thing. I haven't made a post or anything. It mm-hmm. just – it kind of got through the grapevine, you know, people I know and stuff. And I got on Twitter this morning, and I was just – honestly, I was blown away um, – at all the kind words, all the all the prayers, um, I really I couldn't even count them. It's just it it means the world to me. Um, it means the world to my family. 
and it is just why my entire life I've been an Auburn Tiger. I'm not surprised by it. I'm not shocked by it. I know what this family is. Um, I know the way that we conduct ourselves. And uh, I just want everybody out there that took the time to reach out to me, that took the time to reach out to my family, um, is I can't tell you how much we appreciate it. Uh, we feel your prayers. And we would just ask, you know, obviously that you continue that because uh, we're going to need them. But it's it's everything that is Auburn, man. It's just a special place. It's a special group of people that, I mean, you remember when the situation happened in Tuscaloosa with the tornadoes, Auburn mm-hmm. people, you know, the team loaded up, you're there. And that, that's just the Auburn spirit. So to everybody out there, I, I love you all. Um, I, I really appreciate it. And it's just, it's what War Eagle means so much more. You know, it's, it's two words, but it just has, there's so much packed into those two words. And to, to my family, um, those two words really mean I love you. So mm. it's, uh, it's a beautiful thing to have this much support from the Auburn family and just everybody. Like, we, we hear it, we see it, and uh, it means the world to us. So thank you all. Man. Love that, Dustin, man. And, and you know, I'm praying for you and your family, man. And, and, yes, sir. And it's gonna, it's all gonna, it's all gonna get over with, and then there's better days ahead, man. Uh, and just, just praying for you each and every day, brother. Um, but Dustin, man, I, I want to get to this baseball side of things, man, and and uh, talk about this Corvallis Super Regional, brother. And uh, man, starting with the first game, all right. Trace Bright gets the ball, and he can't even make it out of the first inning. And midway through the first, man, Butch and and in uh, the staff, they got to send the bullpen across the field, stop playing, and send them across the field. What a weird setup that was! And and Oregon State's fans, man, they give a standing ovation. All right, as Auburn's trotting around the field, and they're giving a standing O because they're like, oh well, they're about to have to pull their starter, and we're about to see eight eight and a third from the bullpen but little did they know uh they were about to they were about to get absolutely shut down yeah. brother uh could you talk a little bit about Carson Skipper and and the bullpen and and just the performance in that game one it was super clutch when you get to this point in the season you know it's a team game so either you lose or you go home and somebody's somebody's not going to be on I mean mm-hmm. it's just very rare that you have a, uh, a team sport where this many players are involved that everyone's going to grade out well that everyone's going to have a great game so when somebody slips up you need people to step up we've seen that with Bella we've seen that with Bobby Pierce mm-hmm. so it's uh, but that, that's that moment right there where guys we, we've got to get this one because we knew what, well we thought we knew I didn't know how good but we had an idea <laughs> of what we were going to be facing in the game too mm-hmm. so to get that, to get those guys to come out there and with all the pressure, um, you know, to get out of that inning best you could, just for everything to go the way it did, and they, they handled it. Just all the, you know, you're on the road, a trip to Omaha is on the line, mm-hmm. and these guys stepped in, they were super clutch, and just shut it down. And like you said, um, you, you got to run across the field, and obviously that's a tough, tough deal for Trace. He's got to stand there and, you know, see this, mm-hmm. and then, uh, their fans are doing all that, which is, you know, whatever. That's all good fun. I have no problem with that at all. Um, that's part of the game. But careful what you wish for because our guys <laughs> came out and we're just lights out. And that is – that tells you all about 
the leadership on this team that tells you all about the impact that Tim Hudson has had on this staff. I mean, you look mm-hmm. at last year compared to this year and some of these guys and, and, and the guys, guys we brought in, that speaks to Butch and, and you know, Tim. We'll just, we, this, we can do something with this guy. And then the, the guys that were there last year and how much they've improved this year, it's just uh, – it, it was beautiful. It was great. And it, it lets you know um, for the future. <laughs> we've, we've got two guys on our staff, man, that really, really know pitching. That's and for those guys that came out the bullpen and held it down, like obvious confidence boost, and they're going to be in that situation again. They could be in that situation Saturday night. So mm-hmm. now they know that, hey, man, we know, how, we know what to do. We know how to execute, and they can get it done. Yeah, Dustin, uh, man, Carson Skipper was just – absolutely filthy man um it's it's probably one of the best performances i've seen um i mean it is the best performance i've seen from him all year he was just filling that slider i mean it it was buckling oregon state man they they were just that lefty on lefty and i think butch kind of knew like hey man uh, the top of their lineup is lethal, and they could absolutely stroke at the top. Yeah. Uh, but but he got that lefty on lefty matchup, and he rolled with it. And Carson Skipper, I mean, he saved the series in my opinion because uh, what he did right there, man, it, it was it was incredible. And Dustin, man, I, I look at one thing that kind of stood out to me about this Auburn team and how close knit they are, and everything was a, a guy like Blake Rambush this weekend, this past weekend, I should say. Um, you know he struggled at the plate, man. He, he, I don't even think he got a hit all series. Um, yeah, and and you know I, I see I see Sonny D hit a home run in Game Three, and he is sitting there, and Blake's just beating the top of the the top of the dugout, man. The padding right there, and he's just like, let's go, you know, like like it's our time, you know. And and I look at that man, and like a lot of people would be so down on themselves for you know. Ofer in the series, but Rambush, man, he's sitting there and he's just like, "Hey, this ain't about me; it's about us." All right, we're in this together, and you guys are picking me up, even though I'm struggling. We're winning, you know. And and I just look at this Auburn team and each guy through the lineup, man. That there's not a hole in the lineup, but they even when somebody's struggling, man, they're picking each other up, and it's just incredible to see to me. Yeah, no, I agree with you, and it's. Um... When Auburn, in any sport, when Auburn has, because we're all about family, mm-hmm. and when when all that lines up, we're just hard to beat. And these are these are close, Nick. Obviously, these guys are very close. Uh, you know, you've got the whole bad news bears thing going on. Um, they, you can tell these guys love playing with each other. And you're at that point in the season where, Pretty much every game could be your last, or mm-hmm. setting it up to be your last. So, you, if you want, if you love the guy next to you, and you've played sports, I've played sports. I've, you know, I've lost in the playoffs before. Mm-hmm. I'm sure you have. Yep. Uh, that's a really, really crappy feeling because you end up loving these guys, and mm-hmm. you you ride on buses and you practice every day and you go through summer workouts, and you know just because of the way life works we're probably not all going to be together again. And I'm not going to see a lot of you guys maybe a couple more times. So you want to keep playing with these guys. You want to keep playing with your friends. Some of, some of our guys have um, major league careers ahead of them, hopefully. And 
but they love this group. They love playing for Butch. You can tell that, especially the the Tiger walks, the send offs. These last couple of weeks have really resonated with these guys. Um, they've been pretty vocal on social media about how much the support means to them. So I think you have a group of guys that love one, love playing for their manager, mm-hmm. two, love playing with each other, and and probably most importantly, they care about the name Auburn, the, the name, the front of their jersey. They're going to go out there and try to get it done. And we have had great baseball teams. We have had Hall of Fame baseball players. Mm-hmm. But that College World Series title still eludes us. But Butch has set the goal. And I think these guys, I think they've taken that to heart. And I, I bet you, I'm willing to bet that what Butch said to the camera mm. is probably mild compared to what is being said behind the scenes. I guarantee you these guys are ready to go get this championship. Man, I'm right there with you, Dustin. Uh, I, I'm right there with you. I I said the same thing on our little YouTube deal, man. I just, I'm just i just a huge fan of Butch, man. And, and I, I put that tweet out there last night about him. It's time for Auburn to, to lock him up for a long-term <laughs> deal, man. I just – I don't want to see him get away, Dustin. I, I really don't, like – I know people saying that he should have been fired and everything, but I mean that's yeah. go kick rocks, man. Like we've been. <laughs> what, are your, what are your expectations? If you want Butch Thompson fired, you've been you've been to at least <laughs> three super regionals in four years, and in two of those you won them. And that one that you lost was an absolute heartbreaker. Like it wasn't yeah. like you weren't in it. So if that's what you want, then I would encourage you to just go ahead and go buy some crimson because you sound a lot like the Alabama fans when they lose one or two games a year in football and one of the greatest college football coach of all time fired. You sound kind of like that yep. when when you ask him for something like that. I agree with you 100%. I think that this offseason, because here's the thing too, Blake, and obviously I've been pretty busy in my mind and elsewhere, but what I've been seeing the little bit that I've been on social media these last couple of days is we got transfers committing. We've got mm-hmm. recruits committing. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18+. plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. So that means that in the middle of all this, Butch and the boys are still out there hitting the trail. So I mean, he's he's just working. When is it? When is Butch slept the last week? Is my question. <laughs> let's get this man. Let's get this man a lifetime deal. Um, and the facilities. Let's mm-hmm. let's make sure that his facility. Because the thing that I've been hearing the last couple of weeks, and I have a, I know a little bit about this. I know a couple of former players. Mm-hmm. Um, and they, they've kind of spoke to me about, about this this off season because I, I was just kind of asking, what does this program need to do the next step? To, to, need to do, excuse me, to take the next step. And what I kept getting was the facilities need to improve, and the atmosphere needs to improve. Mm-hmm. I think that the atmosphere at the ballpark improved tremendously this year. Um, the regional is a testament to that. But just you look at the attendance numbers; they rose all year. They were great. Mm-hmm. Um, the Auburn family really came out. And, and show support. So let's get a couple more seat, couple more thousand seats in there, and let's. Uh, that might, I don't know. That's probably something that you can't do this off season, but 
but we can go ahead and start drawing it up. Mm-hmm. And there's there's room for that. Maybe some up there on the Green Monster. Uh, you know, you can get creative. Yep. Um, and then facilities. Let's make sure that all the facilities that these guys have everything they need to be top notch. When you bring a kid in on a recruiting visit, let's have our stuff looking exactly like A and M's. We don't want to see a difference between Starkville and Auburn. You know, this mm-hmm. needs to be Mississippi State, Baton Rouge, wherever they go. They need well, Auburn's got the same thing and or better. So I'm 100% with you. I think that there needs to be, and it's easy to say when it ain't my money, but, (laughs) you know, but uh, I just watched the same group of people shell up a whole lot of money just to fire a football coach, Mm. just to fire one. So Mm. I know y'all got the money. Um, You just, you know, think Bruce Pearl, little, little rumor about Bruce Pearl going to Louisville. Here comes a lifetime deal and facility <laughs> upgrades. Yep. So maybe maybe Butch's agent needs to float out there, you know, a little, little noise or something to, to get the boosters moving. But whatever it, <laughs> whatever it takes, man, to uh, to get him locked in for good. And something that I thought about this weekend when I saw the uh, – I watched – I probably watched that dog pile a thousand times at this oh, point. <laughs> it hasn't got old yet. And uh, – but I, I, watching Tim Hudson, because mm-hmm. here's a guy that doesn't have to be here. Yep. He doesn't, he doesn't have to be taking the time out of his day to, to be doing this for, it's purely out of love for Auburn and respect for, for Auburn and what Auburn has done for him. And then obviously he, he thinks the world of Butch Tom, you know, Butch to work with him. So, mm-hmm. cause again, he doesn't, this, this doesn't, I don't know, I don't know how much Tim Hudson's making from it, but he doesn't need it. Yeah. So, 100%. you know, just, you have all we have guys that love Auburn and the people that really have uh, that know Butch. When you see the when they talk about it, it's just glowing. Mm-hmm. I mean they they love him as a person, and these are just media people. Uh, so I can imagine what the players, you know, the the, the mothers of the players, the parents, because all that stuff's important. Just he just seems everything checks out, man. He just seems like a great guy, and this mm-hmm. is one of the things where. You know, you got a new president coming in. We'll see what the situation is with Green, the AD. Mm-hmm. But if you lose a guy like Butch, um, you might—that's <laughs> a—that's a. I'm going to say you might—you might lose your job. Uh, <laughs> yeah. You really would, you know, if it was another sport, a bigger, you know, a little bit bigger than baseball. But still, like, if, if Butch was to go somewhere else and to start rattling off super regionals going to college world series and everything would be a very very bad look for auburn and a hard one for our baseball program to recover from so Mm. whatever these guys got to do to make sure that he is a lifetime auburn tiger um i'm 100 with man i agree 100 with you on that too dustin uh I'm, i'm a huge butch guy man and and i heard right in there where you talked about the dog pile man and I'm right there with you on that as well. I watched it a thousand times. Uh, I saw the TikTok on it. I posted it to my Snapchat. Everything, man. I was just so excited and, and couldn't stop watching it. Um, and I wanted to get your thoughts on Mason Barnett in that game three, man. Just his performance. Uh, Burke Halter coming in, uh, you know, um, the, what the final eight outs, man, and just just uh, yeah. just didn't give up a hit. 
I mean, slamming the door right in Oregon State's face. They're, they're top of the lineup, man, who had been blistering hot all series long, man. And, and their leadoff, the Boyd kid, man, I mean, he's a freaking stud. And oh, Burke yeah. Halter just sat him down, man. Could you give me your thoughts on that game three and the performances that you, you got to watch? Yeah, that was – I mean, these these were this was clearly the best Super Regional. Mm. Um, you know, game one and two, obviously pretty, pretty even. Mm-hmm. So – Going into game three, I was nervous. I just, I believed in the guys. I knew we could get it done, but it's Oregon State. It's just a very, very solid program, and they were at home, and you just, you just don't know what it's going to be. It was, I really didn't know one way or the other. I didn't have a feeling one way or the other. It was legitimately a toss up, in my opinion. I just didn't know. Um, and for Mason, I mean, it's two starts in a row now for Mason, where, and the two biggest starts of his career, where he has just come in there. And then lights out, pitched mm-hmm. his absolute best. Um, he's got the curve working, and, and when he's got that curve working, it's a wrap. Yeah, it really is, it's man. Like you might, you might as well, you might as well just wait till he's out the game because yeah. I guess the only downfall would be he strikes out a lot of guys, so the pitch count kind of gets up there. It's not like mm-hmm. Gonzo, so you're probably only going to get five to six from him. But it's like you know, we got Skipper and all those guys are going to. Burke Halter, if all these guys are going to be that great out of the bullpen, doesn't matter. But for Mason, he would like we talked about previously. This is a guy that wouldn't even be in this situation if Hayden doesn't get hurt. Yep. So for him to be in this situation and to be pitching, I mean, he he got the closeout game of the regional and he got the closeout game of the super regional, mm-hmm. and he delivered him both. So. Yep. You know, stepping up at the most important time, pitching his best at the most important time. So, shout out to Mason. He has been awesome. He's he's red hot. He's got the curve working going into Omaha. We couldn't ask for anything more from him. Mm. Um, from Berkey, man, that was – I'm not going to lie to you. And I was I, – uh, when you got on – I know that on Twitter you had put – I just don't know how about Burkholter right here. Yep. And I agree with because it was it was eight outs. Yes. It was just eight outs, and, and, you know, he just hasn't been himself since the injury. Mm-hmm. Um, and just to come in there, man, and sit them all down. Mm-hmm. Once once he sat everybody down in the eighth, I wasn't worried about the ninth. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> I mean, he he was just dealing. Yep. Um, he was focused. There wasn't – there really wasn't any wasted pitches. He didn't – there wasn't a lot of wasted time. It was give me that ball, let me throw that thing. Give me that ball, mm-hmm. let me throw that thing. He just was – he was ready to go. He was lights out. Um, it was it was Kobe Bryant esque. I mean, it was just mm. mama mentality. Just just coming in there, and and I I have no choice but to get it done. The ball is in my hands. I've got the entire Auburn family in my hands right now. And he delivered, and it got us to Omaha and uh, a great atmosphere. They had a great crowd and. Probably the first team we've played all year, and this is no disrespect to the phenomenal teams that we played in our conference, and three of three other ones, you know, from mm-hmm. our same division are there. Mm-hmm. Um, so that just speaks to, you know, what, what the SEC is. But for Brooke Holter to come in and, and do that, man, it's, it's incredible. And it was just, it was extremely, extremely clutch. And I'm going to keep saying it again, but. Tim Hudson, man, like yep. these guys know because hey, I was right there with you. I just wasn't sure if I was like, man, maybe should we 
all sap or just just somebody mm-hmm. for maybe to get to the ninth or maybe to get an out in the eighth and then bring in Burke. I just thought, man, eight outs. Yep. And he didn't blink. He didn't hesitate. He stood right in the line of fire and got it done versus a great program. And, and what I was going to say was, was their lineup is probably the best lineup we've played all year. Ooh, like, it man. just, especially those top five guys, their they're, they're top five just, I was like, dude, these, you know, <laughs> yeah. these are, these are really good, these are really good hitters. And then on top of that, they have a extreme, extremely, uh, talented pitching staff and just that that was a great team so for Burkholzer to come in there and handle their whole lineup basically um just just phenomenal it's legendary it'll it'll go down to the history of Auburn baseball you came in game three Corvallis super regional and sent the team to Omaha and you did it in a clutch fashion where there was just no clutter there was no static it was clean and he handled his business man it was awesome and like I said legendary it'll go down yeah, Dustin, uh, the, the reason I, I put that on Twitter, man, is because um, I, I believe it was the Kentucky game in the SEC tournament. They went to Burke Halter with like seven outs left or, or something like that. It, it was like six outs left. I can't really remember, but he come in and he, he he you know he gets into the ninth. He, he works scoreless and then gets into the ninth and he ends up giving up like back-to-back home runs against Kentucky. And... I was just kind of like, man, you know, like eight outs is a lot for a closer. His pitch count's going to get up there. Is he going to get in the ninth? And is he going to lose velo on the fastball? Like, you know, like you said, he just hasn't looked the same since the injury at Tennessee. And I was just worried. You know, I, I was like, man. But then I saw him, I saw him work that eighth, like you said. And I said, man, he's feeling it. Like, he, he's locked in. And he's just pumping gas. And to come in in the ninth, man, against that top of the lineup, and, you know, I'll keep saying it, I predicted a sweep, man, but these cats, I didn't watch them enough. You know, I watched the whole 25 22 game and everything, and I knew yeah, they me could too. hit. It definitely gave me the wrong expectations. Yeah, bro. Like, I mean, I was like, man, I watched the wrong game because, like, this team is, I mean, they're freaking legit, and and I listened to the Just Baseball show, the little podcast that they do every day, and they did like a little College World Series preview uh, today, and I was listening to it, and they were talking about all those cats at Oregon State, those top five guys, they're all MLB prospects. Like, Auburn has, Auburn has some guys on their roster, but... Not a lot of them are MLB prospects. But you go down that Oregon State lineup and those top five, those are MLB hitters. And and they were just slinging out their OPSs and OBPs and averages and everything. And you're just like, damn, like Blake Burkhalter really sat them down and made them look foolish. Like, I mean. He really did. He made them look foolish, man. And it was like you said, it's just going to go down in history, in Auburn history, man. Uh, when he spiked the glove and they dogpiled, I mean, <laughs> man, I was in my living room on my knees just like, I can't believe, like, we're going back to Omaha, man. No, it's beautiful. And you got a, you got a mobile boy for you behind the plate. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. And Brooks Carlson, man. Brooks Carlson, yeah. um, it just, uh, both of them, man, mobile guys and, and, uh, Watching, you know, watching Nate Larue come out and uh, and just start the dog pile and throw Berkey down on the ground, man, and it, it was just uh, incredible, man. And I can't wait for Saturday night, Dustin, and and 
I wanted to ask you about the news of Gonzo getting the ball and, and going against Ole Miss, man. Uh, what are your thoughts on, on this matchup? I know they took two or three from us earlier in the year, but how do you think Gonzo's going to fare Saturday night? Yeah, so at the beginning of the year, or the, when we played it, that was yep. the first SEC, that was our first conference play mm-hmm. um, series. So I'm not going to read too much into that. It was a it was a weird series. Like they they smoked us, and we smoked them. You know, so yep. I, I don't know. And, and the teams are so much different now. Mm-hmm. For Gonzo, I like the move, and this was kind of the move that I was I thought they were going to do in the regional because. And if you look at the College Bowl series, it's kind of like a regional and a super regional in mm-hmm. one tournament. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I like it because, to me, like you obviously you want to get in that winner's bracket. That's that's just that you avoid you avoid a whole other game you would yeah. have to play. So I like it. He's obviously our best guy, and let's go in there. Let's get a good start. Let's get a win that first night. Let's get in the winner's bracket. And I think the other thing they're doing, too, is if you're going to make a long run, then you're going to have to use a pitcher more than once. Mm-hmm. So let's go ahead and use Gonzo first. Let's get in the winner's bracket. And then he'll, you know, down the line, he'll be the first one that's ready to go again. Mm-hmm. So I like it. And, you know, all the trust in the world and the guys handling our pitching staff. So... I expect a big, a big night from Gonzo Saturday night, and uh, he, I, I'm, man, I, I wish there was a casino around or something. I go put some money down. I, I feel, <laughs> I feel really good about what what's going to happen Saturday and what this team is. Uh, I, I tell you what, Blake, I think these guys, I, I think they want to be playing right now. Mm. I just think that their mindset is they are ready to go. And I'm not saying that they're going to bring, you know, bring the title back, but it's not going to be from mental weakness or lack of having the right attitude. These guys, mm-hmm. they are ready to go. I, I bet you that Gonzo and Nate just do a beautiful job Saturday night. I, and uh, I expect great things from him. So I'm, I like that move a lot. Like I said, he'll be the first guy that's ready to go again because I think we're going to make a deep run. So let's go Gonzo, man. I'm all for it. I cannot wait. Yeah, Dustin, and and my thing with the Gonzo move, man, is is you know he didn't throw a whole lot of pitches in that game too. You know he was going up against Jerpy and everything, and it was a low scoring affair. Uh, he did give up a, a couple of a couple of bombs and everything, but like you know, like we were just talking about that Oregon State lineup, you're probably not going to see much better than that. And uh, yeah. and he didn't, you know, I mean he didn't make many mistakes. It was just, I mean, uh, you know, they 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 hit the ball and. And they could they could absolutely rake. So it's not like he threw a bad game up there. Uh, and, and like I said, he he really didn't throw a whole lot of pitches. So you know he's well rested. And the way I look at it, man, is if you win that first one against Ole Miss, then you know you got Trace or, or you know um, I, I, I'm I'm assuming they'd go with Trace in game two um, instead yeah. of Barnett um, because you know if you get to that second one, you know it's it's I think what it's it's, it's Arkansas and Stanford. Um, so, you know, then, like you said, man, it gives you the option with Gonzo, if you, if you end up winning that second one, you know, then you, what, I I think you got to be two scooped, um, to what, go, to go into the, the three game set, right? You know, if you win, if, yeah, if you win those first two, I think you got to be two scooped. And, 
And so, oh yeah, it's, it's, it's the way it was explained. Uh, the, the basic, the best way of looking at it is, you have a regional, yeah, and then if you win that regional, you go to a super because you yeah. got eighteen, you got you know you got four and four. So yeah, that's that's the best way of looking at it. Is just for everybody out there to understand it is you got yeah. you got a, a regional. If you win that, you go into a best of three super. Yeah, man, and so like that allows you if Gonzo gets that game one. And then, and then, you know, Trace comes in and gets that game two. Then you got to be two scooped, man. And you got, right. you got Mason and Gonzo again to get you into the three game set. And we'll worry about that, uh, if we, if we get that far, man. And, and that's yeah. why I really, really like it. And I also like the fact that they're throwing, um, their stud. And I can't remember his name right now. I don't have it in front of me, but, uh, we, we got to see, uh, three and a third from him. Uh, earlier this year, and they didn't get to face Gonzo because he was dealing with the blister on his right. uh, on his throwing hand. So uh, he didn't pitch point. against Ole Miss. So I really like that as well. And I just don't think I don't think Auburn could take the chance of Trace going out there in Game One and doing what happened up in Corvallis, like because that's just going to set you back through the tournament, man. If if he goes out there and can't get out of the first inning. And I think that's what Butch really looked at is, hey, Gonzo, we got to get that first one out there. We're not – this ain't 2019 where we go two and barbecue. So, Yeah, no, they've, they've been very clear that's not what they wanted to do. And, you know, you feel like Gonzo can give you six innings for mm-hmm. sure. And, you know, you just – you can't really run the risk with Trace if he has a bad night. And then all of a sudden you dip into your bullpen. You, you've used way many arms on the first night. It's just mm-hmm. not something that you want to – want to deal with so i'm i'm all with it well dustin man uh hey i've had a hell of a time on here with you tonight man and i appreciate you with everything you're dealing with man i appreciate you coming on if you could before you get out of here drop that twitter handle for uh all my followers listening so they can go give you a follow on twitter man yes sir d-m-i-c-h-a-u-d 28 it's d-m-i-c-h-a-u-d 28 well dustin man uh, like I said, man, I really appreciate you coming on, and, and I can't wait to get you back on here, brother. Hey, man, anytime. Uh, I love it, buddy. I always love coming on with you, and I appreciate your kind words, bud. All right, Dustin. We'll talk soon, man. Yes, sir. Hey, go Tigers. Let's make a run this weekend at War Eagle. War Eagle, brother. Yes, sir. Whew. Everybody, that's Dustin Smith with another Heat Peace episode. Love that, man. Dustin, uh, we're praying for you, brother. Uh, like we mentioned earlier in the episode, um, some some tough times down there for Dustin, man. And, and we just know that, uh, you know, you just send all your prayers up for him and his family right now and his dad and everything that they're dealing with. Um, Auburn family, uh, just, just uh, be there for Dustin, man. Be there for Dustin. A super good guy always down to come on the pod i mean it just shows you right there everything that that he's going through he still he gave me 40 minutes tonight of his time he gave me 40 minutes tonight of his time what a guy what a guy you know incredible incredible absolutely incredible i'm speechless right now i it's it's hard for me to bring words together uh everything that he just told me and you find a way to come on this podcast an exceptional person couldn't couldn't ask for better so if you're listening to this go follow dustin pray for him and his family and and send him a war eagle a war damn eagle right Mm. man love it love it man i'm excited for saturday 
damn, I'm excited. Can't wait, man. Dustin's the same way. He's he's right there with me. Can't wait. I'm so excited for Omaha, Nebraska. This has been a hell of an episode, man. Hell of an episode. Whew. War damn eagle, y'all. And with that, I'm out.